Coming up next, we have Quebec Member of National Assembly for the Rakarche Riding, Greg Kelly. We talk about the threat of COVID-19 and what you can expect in the weeks to come. Rakarche Riding, we are here discussing the crisis, the coronavirus yes. crisis, and yep. how that will impact the West Island should we get an incident on the West Island? Should we get an outbreak on the West Island? These are all my questions. Mm-hmm. They're burning inside me here. Mm-hmm. I've got to ask. I, I texted yeah. Greg last night. I said, i got to answer these questions. Yeah. So tell me, you spoke to Lynn McVeigh. Yep. What is her role? So Lynn McVeigh runs our health board out here in the West Island. That also goes all the way out to uh, Lachine and LaSalle Dorval. So quite an expensive territory. There's St. Mary's Lakeshore, a lot of health facilities that are on that territory. So uh, yeah, today we did actually had a meeting with her to talk about a lot of things, but the coronavirus is one of the things we did talk about. Okay, so are we ready on the West Island? Is the Lakeshore Hospital ready? Uh, everyone is ready. Right now we're very much in uh, prevention mode and being prepared. Uh, so there are measures in place at the Lakeshore Hospital and at all the hospitals across the island of Montreal. Uh, if somebody does come in who recently traveled to, whether it be Iran, China, who are showing symptoms of the flu, uh, they will go through a checklist. I mean, all the healthcare professionals right now are going to be extremely vigilant. They're going to keep an eye out for this. They're looking for it. Um, so, so that is good. And there's also, of course, we learned a lot from the last two times we had world outbreaks of SARS or H1N1, uh, what took place, what we didn't do well. So there's been action plans that have been put into place by the federal and provincial governments to make sure we're ready to act. And the, of course, West Island Health Board is no different. Uh, They participate in a call with the Ministry of Health here in Quebec every two days to get an update on what's going on, uh, get an idea what the supply situation is. So I would say that we we are as prepared as we can be. I think that they're expecting the worst, hoping for the best. I mean, and that's kind of what you do want from officials is that we don't know um, how far spread this virus uh, will be here in the West Island, Montreal, Quebec, Canada yet. There's still a lot of unknowns. So I, I left the meeting feeling reassured that they're very much taking this situation seriously, but they're not panicking. And they want to spread that message to everyone that, you know, we are monitoring the situation. We have all the measures in place that if there is no break to try to contain it. So I think that's important to pass along. Let's look at the flu itself. It's it's a flu. Yep. It's a flu. It's a flu. It's an unknown flu. The new flu. It's a new flu. I mean, you and I have had a coronavirus before in our lifetime. Uh, it, it's it's interesting because I was listening yesterday to some prof- uh, professionals talk about this, that children actually might be less susceptible to this because they've had a coronavirus maybe earlier in their life and are more resistant. I mean, there's a lot of unknowns, but that was what one of the health experts was saying is that uh, in your lifetime, you and I have probably had a chron- coronavirus. This is just a new strain that is very more, much more contagious. Um, and like you said, new. So it's an addition to the family. So, okay, so we've got this virus, we've got a flu, it's a new flu, we're, we're, we're all worried about it, let's be honest. Let's yeah. talk about prevention. How do we help ourselves? So this is key, and this is all we can actually really do right now. There's there's no vaccination that is ready, and any type of vaccination for this probably will not come in the next few months. It would take at least a year to have something that is true, tried and okay. tested. So prevention on your end. Um, one thing, it's a lot like a common flu, so you need to make sure, wash your hands. And we say this too often, we don't do it enough. Wash your hands. I posted a video yeah. about five minutes ago yeah. that has us the Quebec regulation on hand washing. Particularly, and I know a lot of you West Island out there travel a lot for work, going through an airport right now. Be extremely vigilant and wash your hands. Um, another thing too, uh, of course, if you see someone who is you know coughing up a lung, stay away from them. I mean, it's kind of common sense, but it's the truth. That's what they're telling people. Hand them Just, a mask. Yeah, and stay away. Um, another thing is things that you can do on your own if you're really not feeling well and you're concerned and you did travel, for example, 
uh, you can call 811. It's a health uh, line that will get you in touch with the nurse and you'll do triage at home. You might have to wait a little bit on the phone to speak to someone, but you can do it in the comfort of your own home. You can go through what symptoms you have. Uh, like I said, if you traveled somewhere abroad and they'll let you know if you should come in to get tested or look, you have the flu, um, call us back in a couple of days if it doesn't get better. But right now they're not at that process where anyone who walks in still feeling sick is going to get tested right away because we still have the, the common flu that's going around and it's still cold season here in, in Quebec and in Canada. So like I said, they're screening for it and you can call 811 to be properly screened. So again, those are just ways to be preventive if you really want to go much further. Um, you can always, of course, avoid crowds. Don't do double kisses anymore. Or I think we got to stop yeah, the kissing. We, 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 did, did, we did, did the this. elbow. The, hello, Encourage, Yeah, do the elbow. Um, and if you're really worried or you do have pre-existing conditions that you have, uh, you know, a, a weak heart or you have had lung issues in the past, um, you're a little bit older, avoid big crowds. Um, avoid going to those places. You know, there's nothing wrong with that at this point in time. Just being cautious I wear my winter yourself. gloves in the grocery store now. Yep. Just and keep your gloves on. Yep. That's and, a good thing. And so I think those are some very, very simple preventive measures, but they're things that have clearly worked. And of course, just to let your listeners know, the provincial and federal government do have legislation that has in place for decades to provide governments with sweeping powers that if there ever was a serious outbreak, uh, we could replicate what we saw in China that you, you shut down public transit, you shut down a city, you, you, you can really limit people's ability to move. Um, we hope we don't get to that point, but we could replicate if we had to. So on your end, if that ever happened, and right now you want to be prepared and you want to be ready, go out and buy some extra foods, frozen foods, canned goods, water, water things like that, just so that if you can't go out, you're held in your house, you're ready to feed yourself, or if you do at some point ever get the virus and you are quarantined at home, you have everything you need at home and you don't have to worry about it. And of course, people out there, if you have high blood pressure, for example, you rely on a medication, don't hesitate to stock up on that. I mean, don't go crazy, but get yourself maybe in just an additional prescription so that if you do again, have to stay at home for a while, you're going to be taken care of. So those are things that healthcare professionals around the world are, are advising people to do. And again, it's not for panic. It's just to be prepared. If I said once, once again, the worst case scenario does arrive, we're ready for it. And that's how we get ready. So yep. that's how we as people can get ready because people ask, have been asking me quite a bit, how do we get ready? How do we prepare? Mm -hmm. And this is how we prepare. One, by washing your hands. Two, by being ready to be yep. quarantined in your own home. And uh, Rhonda can share the link to the government of Quebec site. Uh, go on Google too and look up the federal government has suggestions and even local municipalities of things that you should stock up on in case of an emergency. So you can always go to those sites just to get an idea of how many supplies you need to last for a so month or whatever it may be. You need um, specific things. Yeah, you and, need I, specific and actually, things. I've been, I've been like, what am I? Yep. What do I want? Yep. What am I going to want? You know, frozen berries, fro frozen uh, veggies, things like that that can last a long time. That if you don't ever have to use it, you can still use it later on. But you know, think of frozen meats, uh, canned goods. All those things are, are, are probably not a bad idea to have on hand. And simple conveniences. You know, even if it's a laundry detergent, whatever it may be, just think a little bit about it in case, like I said this virus could spread around the world and cause economic impacts that could slow down production lines, things like that. So it's not a bad idea the, to be prepared. Um, again, governments across the world are taking this extremely seriously, but that's a good thing. We, we know that it exists. That means that we can go out there and try to address how we can prevent it and contain it. And that's where we are right now. So again, yes, be concerned, but at the same time, know that, you know, the government's going to ask you to do your part as well. And that that's extremely important to, doing whatever it requires to contain this virus. 750,000 masks were ordered for mm -hmm. the healthcare 
division yeah. of the country of the province. Yeah. Uh, that's you feel that's enough. Um, as far as I know, and again, they had the yesterday. I was watching Radio Canada, and they had one of the heads of the Canadian Health Organization saying that they're in full stock up mode for the federal government to provide to the provinces and provinces themselves. So. I think that they are clearly calculating what they need for an X amount of time if there is this uh, an outbreak on the size of what we've seen in Italy. Um, so I'm I'm convinced that they're doing their best to make sure that all of our healthcare facilities are properly prepared. Because again, in China, what we learn a lot too is that the spread of the virus came a lot from the hospitals actually, and healthcare workers who were not aware that they were sick, going to and from work, making other people sick. So what is really important about that is that our healthcare institutions, that the healthcare workers protect themselves because A, we'll, we'll need them, but B, they're the ones that go to and from these hospitals the most out of anyone in our society. So making sure hospitals are well protected and well equipped is key to prevention too. Okay. All yeah. right. Thanks for taking the time today. No problem. And like, I just want to repeat, uh, like I said, it's, it is a serious situation, but there's, there's no need to panic. And I really encourage everyone out there. Follow government uh, websites. If you're interested about the world situation, go to the World Health Organization website. They have daily briefs on what's going on, daily uh, updates on information you need to know, prevention strategies. And that goes the same federal level. You can look this up, the provincial link that we'll provide. Follow government sites. Don't look to a post on Facebook or social media because it just might simply not be true information. Uh, the government, like I said, is treating this very seriously. Could you, would you consider putting a couple of those in the comment section of this post? Sure, so absolutely. So that we can never see Greg's yeah, comments. Yeah, I'll, I'll put them a few uh, up there. But I've been following the situation just out of curiosity myself to see how the world's handling it. And, of course, again, it, it, it is spreading. But, you know, we have the ability that we have seen China already react to the situation. We're witnessing now how Italy is going to handle it. This will also provide us with more information about this virus and how we can best protect ourselves. So, again, it's 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 somewhat positive in that sense that we have some experiences to learn from and, and prepare ourselves and better prepare ourselves. I think there's a misconception that everyone dies when they get it. Yeah, and that's that's not the case. Um, statistics so far show that um, about 80% of people really don't even almost you know they get a common cold and they can't even tell the difference that they're that sick. 20% of people get extremely ill, and in total, the number is debatable, but it's anywhere from 2.5% to maybe even just 1% of people actually die from this. And so far, it's mostly been people who are already have pre-existing conditions, uh, elderly people. Um, and again, we were talking about this before, Rhonda, in China, what they're seeing is that it's affecting men a little bit more. And the theory is, is that because men in China smoke heavily, uh, older men and their lungs are just not strong enough to fight and combat uh, uh, a pneumonia that is this this vicious. So, uh, again, just information out there that uh, if you are, again, have a pre-existing condition, uh, that's just a reality of the virus. So take extra precautions. All right. Thanks again. No problem. Thank you. If you enjoyed this Montreal Talk segment, hit the subscribe button.